Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Week three starts tomorrow night, and this is a classic one. Peter Schrager last hour had throwback footage of the Giants at Candlestick, and it just made me think, look at how classically beautiful those uniforms are. It's almost like an original six hockey match. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Giants at Niners, but this is a Thursday Night Football edition on Prime Video, which is not throwback whatsoever. We love those guys over at Amazon Prime. The question is, what do they do with or without Saquon Barkley? We'll right. answer it and much more here on Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, live in New York City, Wednesday, September 20th. Jamie Erdahl, Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty. Peter, you like those throwback videos. And it's a great classic matchup. It goes back to Y.A. Tittle. If you really want to go oh. really back, we can go back to the 50s and the Giants and, and the 49ers, but truly a great rivalry, East Coast, West Coast. And the Niners have had their, their, their good fortune as a franchise. The Giants have caught the Niners by surprise in a couple huge games. Is tomorrow another mm. one? Mm. We're going to hear the name Trey Junkin tomorrow. Are we going to get mm. straight hand it's screaming at T.O.? Like that was a yeah, classic game recently. Shockey too. Come on the now. water on the yeah. Jason, real talk, uh, Giants played the Cardinals on Sunday. They stayed in Tempe, Arizona, yeah. according to Peter uh, and many others all this week. Um, did you like doing that as a player, like staying out away from home for 10, 12 days? It's not bad. You get a few nights out with the guys, go okay. out to okay. eat. You get to uh, leave the crying baby at home. So, Jason, you loved it. You don't want to admit that you loved it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm listening to hear this. Especially Tempe. I was complaining of him. Right. There we go. All right, cool. That's good to know. Uh, so, the Giants, hopefully they're refreshed when they arrive in the Bay Area tomorrow night. But let's talk an unfortunate matchup this weekend because one of these teams is going to end up 0-3 yep. after three weeks. Time for the lead block. Lead block. The Chargers dropped to 0-2 after an overtime loss to the Titans on Sunday. They've lost their last three games, including the playoff loss that Brandon Staley does not want to hear about. Those games combined, the losses were a total of six points. And a reporter asked Staley if there was any hangover from that loss to the Jaguars, and here was his answer. I'm not worried about the Jacksonville loss. The Jacksonville loss hasn't carried on to the season whatsoever. If you've seen our training camp or you've seen the way we've played in the first two games, it hasn't had an impact on our team whatsoever. Our team is connected. Our team has played its heart out in two games, and we've lost two tough games. But there's, it has nothing to do with the Jacksonville game. And if you ask anyone in our locker room, it has nothing to do with the Jacksonville game. And that's just the truth. It's a convenient storyline for you and for everybody else, but it's not the truth. We've lost two tough games, but the guys in that locker room, the men in that locker room, 
they are finishers and they have what it takes. And we're excited to prove ourselves. We just lost a game in overtime, Jeff. So how do you think the mood is? How do you think the mood is? How do you think it is? It's tough. It's tough. It's a tough, it's tough group in there. There's a lot of pride in that room. Okay. And we put a lot into this and we got a good football team. And so we've lost two tough games. We've got to bounce back, learn from our mistakes and be ready for Minnesota. Jeff, how do you think it is? Right, Jeff? Come on, Answer Jeff. those questions. Jeff, coach, also the speed in which you are answering those questions really tells me that yeah. it hasn't carried over. L.A. trying to get ready for Minnesota, the reigning NFC North champions, but they have also started out 0-2 with a loss at home to the Buccaneers and then on the road Thursday night against the Eagles. Which team do you think has had a more confusing start with what you <laughs> expected to happen for the Chargers or the Vikings? I think it's the Vikings. Yeah. If you were to tell me in the week one the Cousins would have four touchdowns and no interceptions, I'm like, oh, they win. No, they still lost. You know, and they lost to the Buccaneers and then they lose to the Eagles. And what's what's crazy is that, you know, last year this team was looked at as the luckiest team in the league. Mm-hmm. And this is a take that's out yeah. there in several articles. Luckiest team. Things bouncing their way. And then this year it feels like they're the unluckiest team. The Jefferson fumble was a massive play. A massive, massive play in this game that had people on worst rule in sports, on and on and on. He makes that play like the game could go totally differently. And he doesn't. He fumbles. Bucks game was bizarre. I, I still think this team is really good. And I feel like they... It, Put it this way. Last year, they had the biggest comeback in NFL history. I feel like they can come back from 0-2. I think they have it in them. But, God, there's all these analytics out here. There's there's these analytics that I'm starting to be fascinated by where they measure things like dropped interceptions by the opponent, dropped passes, and it's like a real luck factor. Like, they're deep in that stuff, that the Vikings have been snake-bitten by that stuff. And it sounds like apologist talk and whiner-loser talk. They are 0-2. I just still feel like they're much better than that. I can't believe that they lost both those games, especially the Tampa game. It's an interesting take because you talk about they were undefeated in those one-score games. Sometimes it is the bounce of the ball, and sometimes it bounces your way, injuries, all of those things. But I think it's the Chargers. You just talked about you look at Kirk Cousins through four touchdown passes, no interceptions, and they lost the game. For the Chargers, they have so far in the season – 50 points and zero turnovers, and they haven't won a game. <laughs> That's good, Jeff. Like, it's unbelievable to have those type of staffs to be putting up that many points in the first two weeks of the season, and you're not turning the ball over. Like, for the Vikings in that game, they had a fumble. They had different things yeah. happen. For the Chargers, that's not happening. Things are So you talk about the defense giving up a ton of points. They're not stopping anybody. That's a huge problem. Then on top of that, they're in these games. It's not like because they can score points, it's coming down to the end of it. But you look at week one, Tyreek Hill going for 200 yards, Tua going for 466. Then the Titans game. They're continuing to give up points at two out of a clip and big plays at that as you're watching Traylon Burks make a big one. But on top of that, Justin Herbert's the guy, and they're getting to the end of these games and they're not able to finish them. Against the Titans, the game goes into overtime. The Chargers get the ball first. Ball like, first. Go score a touchdown. Go backwards. They end up punting the ball. Titans go Nick Falk hits a game-winning field goal. Against the Miami Dolphins, they have the ball. The game ends on a sack by the Miami Dolphins. So you, you're scoring points throughout the game. You can't score when it matters most, and you can't stop anybody when it matters mm-hmm. most. And that's why they're on two. But you look at their roster, and you're just like, they're so loaded. A ton of talent. Jay, let me ask you something. That that question to Brandon Staley about the Jacksonville game. Do you think there's something to that that they don't know how to win, and there's a psychological scar tissue that happens because we're seeing at the end of the games they they're not themselves. I think learning how to win is huge. I I, I do think there's something to that. They won ten games last year, so you would think yeah. you're starting to figure it out. I don't think the playoff loss has any Is there a hangover? I don't I don't think there's any hangover. It's a new year. You're ready to go. Uh-huh. I think the issue is you combine the playoff loss with now things aren't falling in the right mm-hmm. direction. Now it's starting to just like, well, what's wrong with us? Like, mm-hmm. we're not who we think we can be because the proof is in the pudding. It's a really interesting 
conversation if you look at tangible versus intangible yeah. stuff. And in this thing, I'm looking at those two logos. We started the segment showing the Niners and the Giants logos. Mm -hmm. Those are winners. At some point, you look at these two logos, mm -hmm. are you surprised they're 0-2? And has nothing to do with the players on the team? Has nothing to do with the new owners of the team? Has nothing to do with the new coach? You look at those two logos, are you surprised that these team teams are disappointing you? Mm. No. I see those logos, I think a lot of really good fantasy players and like stats. Mm. Historically. And, yeah, yeah, it's just always great players on those teams. Neither team has ever won a Super Bowl. Yeah. The, the, the Vikings have lost heartbreaking games in their history. Yeah. The Chargers have lost heartbreak. It's almost like, no, I, I can't be surprised that those two logos, despite Justin Herbert being totally mm -hmm. different than anyone who's ever been quarterback on that team. There's a Twitter guy that I follow, Twitter guy. He's a writer. His name's Fabian Sommer, and he had a great tweet. I, I bookmarked it. It's him retweeting an article, and the article is, girl who lost her memory falls in love with the same boyfriend. So good. Mm. And in the repo it says, me and the Chargers every single August. Like, to do this again and again, like, <laughs> I fall in love with you again. I fall... This is what it is. Jason, you only scratched the surface. The Chargers are the only team in the Super Bowl era ever to score 50 points or more through two games and have no turnovers and not win a game. It doesn't make sense. Ever. Yeah. The Chargers have zero giveaways this season or 0-2. <laughs> One of four teams ever in the history of sport Crazy. to do that. Herbert's been excellent. <laughs> and yet, fourth quarters and overtimes, crazy things just seem to happen to them. I think the, the the Chargers are the more confusing start. You, you get rid of Joe Lombardi. You think yeah. you finally got rid of the, the toxic reason why we're not scoring enough points. You do score the points, and it's still not good enough. Now, Brandon Staley, who I will tell you is viewed as a defensive mastermind, yeah. a savant. He comes from the Vic Fangio okay. uh, tree. Gives gives everyone. McVay hired him because he could not figure out this defense and was like, "You're going to be my defensive coordinator. I don't understand what you guys run in Denver. I, I got to get you over." <laughs> For that defense to be just uh, obliterated by Tyreek one week after a whole off season of training and preparing. And then for a Tennessee Titans team that could not score a touchdown against the Saints in week one to go and just have their way with mm -hmm. the chart, it's shocking. 0-2 is not an insurmountable hole. I remember the Chargers back when Seau was there and said they were 0-4 and they went to the Super Bowl. Like Pretty they've cool. done it. But those two logos, confusing? No, I'm not confused. That's what these logos have done over mm -hmm. the years. And yep. these current version of this team to show it's not about the jersey, it's not about the logo, it's about us. Mm -hmm. But to start off 0-2, it's like, mm -hmm. what do you want me to do? Mm -hmm. It's about setting the standard and what te what people expect from you. And that is a sad statement, Peter, that I just had to listen to. But it is uh, factually correct and emotionally correct for a lot of people as well. When I look at the Viking start, to me, this one is the more confusing one. And I know that's low-hanging fruit, but I'm still going to go there. The defense, statistically has gotten better. Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they've improved. Brian Flores is there. Guys are flying around the field. He probably still doesn't have his guys yep. that he wants. There's kind of a weird stopgap here with you bring in a new GM and a head coach two years ago. Okay, so they got some of their guys. They had to make decisions about Kirk Cousins, but there needed to be a change at defense, but that happened a year later. So Quezzy and Kevin O'Connell are only just getting their guys in there a year in, but now Brian Flores is new. So there's going to be a ripple effect here, a delay, I think, of how this team can really come together and win a lot of games powerfully. That was the thing about the luck last year was that the ball bounced their way, but there was just never this slam the door, beating up on teams. This is a matter-of-fact win. You can only hang your hat on luck so long. And the turnovers, to hear the Chargers have not turned the ball over, and yet the Vikings have, would beat some teams with the amount of turnovers that they've had no so far this season, it. which I think is at seven at this point, which is shocking, yet mm -hmm. they've lost both games in a combination of nine points 
something has to come together. Right now, the Vikings, to me, it's more confusing because more people expected the Vikings, I think, to not only win that, to make it the playoffs, win the division, as opposed to the Chargers in theirs. It does seem like a bit of a dueling Spider-Man deal right? with the two of these teams. Mm. Like, wait, you're me and I'm you. Like, it's the same and thing. those records. This yeah. could be a really ugly game. On Listen, one of them is going to have a huge win this weekend. I mean, yes. We're good. And then Oof. the 0-3 team, my God, I feel I bad for them. Yep. But it's their fault. The yeah. who lost her memory falls in love. in love with the same boyfriend. Yeah. It's, a, it's a tale as old as time. It's a love story. That's, right. That's a love 51st story. That's a love story. That means Right. Yeah, she yeah. really is. Let's go. Yeah. The show back on. Good morning, Ian Rappaport. Uh, news from the Thursday night game or really any of these matchups as we look ahead to week three? We'll start with Austin Eckler. You guys are talking about the Chargers. The starting running back for the Los Angeles Chargers did not play last week. Uh, obviously, he still scored a bunch of points, but this is one of the best players in the NFL. Missing time with an ankle sprain. Brandon Staley talking yesterday or earlier this week, whenever that was, I don't even know, saying that there's no timeline. He is day-to-day, week-to-week. My understanding is at least he does have a chance to play in week three, but it's going to depend on basically how he feels, and we'll see if he's able to practice today. Kind of similar with Joe Burrow, the starting quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals, tweaked his calf on the field on Sunday. You could see he was not happy about it at all. And we talked so much about calf strains lingering. This was a perfect example. Guys, it's been seven weeks since he strained his calf and then he just tweaked it. As Mike Garofolo notes, feeling a little better the last couple days. He's got an extra day, so his availability will be determined simply on how he feels. Then there's Saquon Barkley's injury status as we fast forward to Thursday night's game between the Giants and the San Francisco 49ers. Saquon dealing with an ankle sprain. My understanding is he is considered week to week, which would be which would mean he would not be able to play on Thursday. But Brian Dayball left the door open, saying, "Talk to Saquon. He's feeling good, and he is a quick healer." So we'll see you later today what his status is for the game. Okay. Yeah, we all wish we were quick ankle healers, uh, sure. if nothing else. Rap sheet, if thank you so much. Thing. Talk to you in a little bit. It is, sure. Well, Dable just spoke it into existence. So what is the thing, Peter? Time to seize the day, presented by Caesar Sportsbook and Casino. Saquon's status is up in the air. Gosh, if he came running out of the tunnel, I mean, are you serious? Let's take a look at the odds for the first touchdown score in Giants 49ers. Amon Ross St. Brown was the first week of the season. Who do we got this week on TNF? Christian McCaffrey leads the way, followed by Debo and Kittle. Giants fans, they don't seem to believe in you. We'll see how it all plays out tomorrow night on Prime Video. Who's going to get on the board first? Still to come, though, on GMFB. Our good friend and comedian, Jared Freed. going to bring a little light to the scene. Good. Yeah. Do it. Vikings yeah. Chargers segment. Yeah. Does he, have any, does he have any drinks for us? Come on. Jared's coming in. Jared's hilarious. You're going to love what he's got to say. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
Time for today's Wake Up Call presented by Verizon. You know him. We love him here at the show. Joined by a three-time Pro Bowler, one of the most electrifying players to ever play the game. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome back Mr. Sean Merriman. What's up? Oh. What's up? <laughs> hey, baby, how you doing? What's up, brother? Well, we, we were just talking in the commercial. That breakdown you do for the Chargers for the yeah. game, what is it that you're saying to the group? It's, it's lean, mean, agile, highly motivated, motivated, motivated. Ah, that's oh we jumping. Oh, my gosh. Jumping. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> I got goosebumps. Uh, from the high to the current state of the Chargers. <laughs> yeah. What's going on, man? It, you know, it's, it's, it's tough because there's a lot going on. But for one, when you have an offense that can put up 30 points a game, it makes everything easier. Mm -hmm. So as a defensive player, you're like, we, you feel pretty confident going into a game when you have an offense that can put up 30-plus points. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, that's not what's going on right now. I think the biggest problem, just, just watching them being a former defensive player, is they just have too much, mm. too much going on. And there's a lot of checking, a lot of thinking, a lot of – mental stuff that happened in pre-snap mm -hmm. that these guys aren't just pinning their ears back and going and playing football. Mm. And when you have the type of team that they have, right, mm -hmm. the Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, yeah. J.C. Jackson, Derwin James, you, you got bona fide superstars on your defense. You got to let them play football, and that's, that's not happening right now. That's tough, mm -hmm. especially when you have guys thinking and not playing fast. It goes a long way. But you said pinning your ears back and just going. There's a guy in the league who has done that throughout these first two weeks, and that's Micah Parsons. We've yeah. been raving about him. You tweeted about him yeah. and talking about just how good of a player he is. And what was you said about him? Um, Right here. People talking about defensive player year. He might be the overall MVP. I was waiting for the tweet to go up there. Go. Here we go. Yeah. Might be the MVP overall. Yeah. overall. Do you think that can happen in today's NFL? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that we need to start having a serious conversation. Okay. And I don't I don't want to it's early in his career and you know, health it plays a factor. Team, yeah. you know, stats and team play plays a factor, plays a factor. He's the closest thing we've seen to Lawrence Taylor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I really believe that. You know, Lawrence Taylor played at about 240 pounds and ran like a what, four five, four six. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Michael Parsons is 250 and ran what a four four. Mm. Yeah. So we've never seen anything like this. That speed, power, that combination, we haven't. That the leverage, the, the explosion off the line of scrimmage, a guy who can line up at any sides of the football, blitz a guard or a tackle or a guard or a center right down the middle. You can't, you can't key on him, right? You can't slide protects. You can't double team him. You don't know what he's going to line up at. So when you have somebody as dynamic as, as Michael Parsons, there's literally nothing you can do but hope mm -hmm. that he puts himself in a bad position because he's everywhere too much. All right, but MVP. It's a quarterback league. Yeah. We love offense. Could we do what it? would he have to do to be MVP? I, I think that if he keeps up on this pace that he's, he's having right now, and I always had this joke, and it's true, that sacks come in bunches, right? You're mm -hmm. going to have a game or two that you have no sacks. You're going to be looking at the film like, man, what, I suck, right? I'm, I'm terrible. <laughs> yeah. And then you go and then you start ripping off two sacks, three sacks, two sacks, mm -hmm. going before you know it. So if he keeps up on this on this play that he's going right now, also with that offense putting up points, right? So the other uh, team's going to have to play nice. from behind. They keep putting up points, and that defense keep playing, especially him, the way he's playing. I believe he's going to win MVP. Oh, my God, that's great. And he's 24 years old. I know, he's just a little so baby. Aaron Rodgers is going to be 40 this year. It's still yeah. incredible that it happened. And four plays into his Jets tenure, you ruptures his Achilles. Now, lights out, you tore your Achilles. Yeah. And you can relate. What did you think when you heard this report that our guys did at NFL Media that Rodgers is looking for a return if the Jets make the playoffs this season? Well, just as crazy as I thought about him listening to Dolphins to go to sleep. I mean, okay. <laughs> you That's know, the thing. You he does know, his own it, deal. It, it was, look, I think that <laughs> obviously with technology and, and, and the possibilities of him being able to come back, I remember tearing my Achilles. And it is the worst, worst rehab to come back from, not only physically but mentally yeah. because you started to think now when you go out there, every time 
time I push off, I yeah. change direction. I can pop this thing again. And when I saw it happen, he stood up. Cause same thing I did. I was chasing Michael Vick, and I popped mine. And I looked mm. around. It was nobody 15 Plus yards. Someone. Yeah, nobody 15 yards near me. So when he stood up that first time, I, and he sat back down, I said, you know what? It's a it's Achilles. Because yeah. if it was his toe foot, anything else, you could just walk off the yeah, field. Yeah, and, and, yeah. But I knew it was his Achilles. I think that with today's medicine and, and how things, the surgeries and how they go about the process now is very possible. Mm -hmm. I don't think if he's planning on playing another year or two after this. It's a smart deal to get back on the field mm. too early. Mm. Mm -hmm. The Jets have to play a lot better, though, I think, after what we saw last week against the Cowboys, for them to be playing in January, too. So there has to be some mm -hmm. emergence yeah. out of their division as well. Different comeback story. One that we're seeing unfold a little farther down the line is with Chase Young for the yeah. Commanders. You're from the D.C., mm. Maryland area. 22 games he was lost due to that ACL injury he suffered early in his career. He had six, uh, his first sack in nearly two years over the weekend. How do you feel like his bounce back has gone and his role within this commander's defense. Yeah, I, I love it. You know, obviously playing for Ron Rivera, I know what kind of coach he is, what kind of person he is, and he was always very sympathetic of Chase Young and, mm -hmm. and his injury and then coming back and trying to explain to people this takes a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, fun story, my, my head high school football coach was Chase Young's teacher. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah? And, and I, so my high school football What's coach... What's the name of the coach? Uh, Bill Johnston. Okay. Frederick Douglass High School. Oh. He, uh, in Upper Marlboro, Maryland, he said, hey, you need to watch this kid, Chase Young. He's like you. He's very much like I said, yeah, I've heard that. Uh, uh, yeah, right. You've heard that enough. And I started to watch him. I said, this, this guy's going, he's playing NFL one day. This when, was his when you saw him in high school. Yeah. When right. my, my sophomore year, uh, his sophomore year in high school, I said, this guy's going to play in the NFL one day. So I followed his career. And people need to, need to understand, when you get injured, just because you're back on the field don't mean you're healthy. You're not, your, your yes. body's not back yet, right? And so even, you know, Aaron Rodgers, any of these guys, Chase Young, when they get back on the field, Physically, you can go, but your your mental state, yeah, you're that. not back just yet because now every time you stand around a pile or stand a guy roll up on your ankles and yeah. knees, mm -hmm. the first thing you're thinking about that is fear. Uh, that fear of no. hurting it again. So, you know, I'm not shocked he's back. I'm just happy for him that kind of everybody's off his back a little yeah. bit. Like, okay, yeah. this is the guy that we drafted. Because mm -hmm. people saw him standing on the sidelines a lot. Get him in there. Get him in there. There was yeah. a lot of heat on him. Do you stay in touch with him? Like, were you yeah. ever, like, sending him messages? Like, you're good. You got to get right. Yeah. I, I, I got a chance to uh, spend some time with him um, at the Fanatics uh, party at the mm -hmm. Super Bowl. And we were talking. I said, dude, listen, take your time. I was telling I said, take your time because there's a lot of pressure, especially you being drafted as high as you are. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants you back out there right now. Mm -hmm. But what I told him, whatever you put on film mm -hmm. is what they're going to see. No and so when you get out there, they're not going to pat you in the back and say, way to go, Warrior. They're going to say, hey, you're not playing that great. Mm. And so I said, take your time, get back healthy before you get out there. And I'm glad he's he made that decision. Mm. No doubt about it. And him making plays will help build that confidence that yeah. goes a long way. Now, we know you as lights out on the field, but now off the field in retirement, you've started lights out extreme. Hell fighting. yes. And you got a big one coming up. Tell us a little bit more about yeah, it. Yeah, October 7th in Long Beach, California. Lights out extreme fighting. Uh, we're back. Probably our biggest car. Yeah, a lot of uh, big fighters in the SoCal area. Alba Morales, who fought in the UFC some time. Musa Tolliver. The fun, fun fact is I sparred and trained with both of these guys. How'd so, it go? Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I did okay. You know, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, oh, for me, no. I, I jump in there a couple days a week. I train with the guys. I just, oh. I like to stay, you know, kind of disciplined that way. And I stay out of the matchmaker normally. My, my matchmaker Antonio, who's a Raider fan, God bless his heart. Okay. He put this fight together, but I said, hey, these guys have some bad blood. So I, I kind of stepped in. Yeah. And wanted to yeah. Make oh. happen. So, yeah, you can get your ticket to lightsoutxf.com for more information. Uh, we'll be live on Football TV, Football Sports. So if you guys don't have Football, yes. make sure you get it. Dude. Sean's always working hard. Watch yes. his fights. They're good, man. We love you. Appreciate it, Mike. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, great to see you, man.
to take what we were and then adjust to do some things that would really help Dak. Now, that's, that's, you've got to go do that. Well, you can see, and the way I came, came together out there Sunday, you could see the adjustments that we have made from last year to this year. And you could see the approach and what uh, Dak's trying to do. That's good. Adjustments are good, especially if it's in the direction the Cowboys have gone since last season. They're taking care of the football. There's a lot of credit to spread around. Kyle, biggest factor so far, do you think, in the Cowboys season thus far has been? As well, it's, it's Micah taking the headlines from Dak. Yeah. Dak's still the most important yeah. player on the team somehow. But I'm starting to look at the team, and I'm starting to look at over the last few years in the playoffs. When he throws an interception, they lose. And when he doesn't, they win. Mm -hmm. I, I think if Dak plays clean, I don't know if this team can lose. Like, they're too talented, and their defense is too good that Dak can only ruin it. And I think he should update his proclamation that I'm not going to throw 10 picks. I would love Dak came out and said, now it's eight. I'm not going to throw eight picks this Just year. That's down. right. Bring it down. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling this offense. And I feel like Dak, if he doesn't turn the ball over, like I don't, the Cowboys may be looking at 13, 14 wins this year. Like I think they're that loaded offensively and defensively. Cowboys have been in big spots on national windows, obviously. We watched them play the Giants on Sunday night. We watched them. Romo and Nance were there for the Jets. Play the Arizona Cardinals this week. Mm -hmm. You know, Joe Davis, Moose Johnson will be on the call. Like that's a October 8th, they play the 49ers. Mm. And that's their first, uh, that's the one I'm saying. <clears throat> Let, so that's the, where are we at? Because yeah. we're talking Super Bowl. Do we, yeah. Can you beat the Niners? Niners have been in the playoffs the last two times. Their success, i be the first to say this. I thought it was a shame that Kellen Moore yeah. mm. walked out the door. Kellen Moore's 0-2 with the Chargers right now. Mike McCarthy's 2-0, and, and Dak looks as good as he ever looked. So uh -huh. consider me the fool. A lot of people have egg on their faces two weeks into the season. Yeah. Yeah. Do we give the credit to Jerry Jones allowing Mike McCarthy to let Kellen Moore walk out the door and say, hey, I can do a better job calling the plays? And to your point, they're allowing the defense to just go out there and play. As an offense, they're making the necessary plays, not taking the same amount of risk. So I think it may dwindle down to your point. Mike McCarthy now at the helm, and everything's falling on him, and it looks really good so far. Mm -hmm. Two blowouts, though. Like, Two blowouts. Yeah. At some point, it's, the, in a fight. it's the NFL. Like, yeah, you, want, fight. you need to okay. see those. Two blowouts, though, against like adequate defenses. I mean, the way we were talking about the Jets' defense going into the season and a wing Martindale defense with the Giants, like those were not supposed mm -hmm. to be walks in the park. And for them to put up 70 over the last two weeks, I always think, too, a really good team, they always have one guy just flying around the field, playing with his ears back. And that's what Micah Parsons is doing mm -hmm. right now. He looks like he's having a blast. He looks like he doesn't care about anything else besides what he is doing on every single play. The stress is low across the whole team. You know, we were talking about Brock Purdy earlier and how you were saying, in all the starts, he's only throwing the ball away two times. Mm -hmm. It was like so, it's so remarkable. It's like, that should be the expectation and the standard for Dak because the looser that yeah. Micah Parsons can yeah. play because he's not trying to yeah. stop an offense, yep. imposing offense, the better everyone else is going to play. You need that mm -hmm. one guy. And for me so far, it's always been Micah. And that was your federally mandated Cowboys segment. <laughs>
features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Joining us now is the popular podcast host of The J Train, You Up and The Bachelor. You can also see his stand-up special on Netflix right now, appropriately titled 37 and Single. He's a friend of the show. Mr. Jared Fried. Hey. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Thank you. Look, I'm a part of the family now. I got cards. Look at this. Oh, they gave you cards? It, it, they gave me cards. It's all happening for me. Oh, there's something yeah. on the cards, too. There's some, no, there's just, this is just uh, what I'm going to order a late-night food tonight. I'm no, in. That's it. This is, uh, this is a dream come true, to be part of the, you know, the cast. I'm Love you. Get, you're in. My Wikipedia updated. I love it. Okay. We don't love have like questions to ask you. Yeah. We, we don't have no, jobs. no, no. You're I, driving. I, I, listen, I, this is my third week here, and I decided I needed my own segment. Let's go. It's my turn. Okay, my J Train honors. I'm okay. giving out awards. Great. Okay. Love it. Now you my God. God. play my theme music. Okay, hey. play my theme music. J Train honors. My first one is J Train's Mad Money in. Investment tip. Okay. We're giving out a <laughs> put all your money in spicy margs this weekend. The weather's still right. Uh, it's still hot enough for a spicy mark. If you're a drinker, they, the spice slows you down. Also, if you're a single man, yeah. mm-hmm. nothing is more interesting to a straight single woman than saying she drinks a spicy mark. Oh. That's all. Listen, she will talk about it for the next Sexy. hour. She'll be like, I, you know what I like? <laughs> a spicy mark. And you go, ooh, me too. And so invest heavy in the jalapenos and all that. Okay, oh, my man, you're, out of, you're out of order oh, award. Okay? <laughs> you're out of order. Yeah. The you're out of order award goes to the Atlanta Falcons mascot. Play my video. What do we got? <laughs> oh my god. This god. mascot poured a bucket of cheese oh. on a fan. <laughs> that was messed up. That's messed up. Yeah. This guy's gonna sit <laughs> with his family all cheesy, <laughs> like he's a, a nacho. Mm-hmm. And then he pours the chips on him. This is insult to Injury. The beard. Atlanta Falcons mascot. You're out of order. This guy's gonna drive home smelling like old cheese. Supposed to work the next day. Wait, yes. this is work. He's embarrassed. This is horrible. Isn't okay. that how they baptize the children in Wisconsin? Though they do the same <laughs> thing. With cheese. Right. By the way, Freddie Falcon is Freddie the name. Falcon. of the Freddie Falcon. You're yeah. out of order. No, you're out of order. You're out of order. <laughs> J Train Choo Choo chooses you. Uh, big week for fantasy. I'm giving out my Choo Choo Chair Train. Oh my gosh, you brought a train. To my fantasy winner of the week, and it's guy who gets mad on the fantasy football email chain. Let's go. You did it. Talk about it. Good for you, buddy. You did it. Good for you. You make every joke unbearable. You make it so we do our draft from home on Zoom. You're the reason our wives can't get along. We have to sit you at different tables at our wedding. You're the reason we don't get together on Sunday. Good for you. Good job. Can't take a joke. Has to write back too seriously to every email. You're killing it. Okay, now my big cheese of the week. Here we go. Big cheese of the week. I went and watched the football games. Uh, Three Sheets Saloon. Shout out. Great nacho order at Three Sheets Saloon. Now, 
Three sheets I'm there. Saloon. It's three sheets of loom in the West Village. West Great West bar West. to watch the game. Second floor, I'll be there. Yes. Listen, I'm at the game. I'm watching. All of a sudden, this guy gets thrown a surprise party by his girlfriend. Mm. A birthday party. It was like a toddler had a party. Oh, no. Now, there were streamers. There was a cake. Yes. There were goodie bags. He looked like this kid. Yep. And he, they Stop. put the little party hat. The big cheese of the week goes to his girlfriend. Okay. She has gotten the answer every woman wants. Every woman wants engagement and get engaged uh, commit to me yeah. or dump me uh -huh. now she will get her answer she's thrown the party he's more committed than he was the week before now he's gone through a birthday he sat there the whole time either going wow the love of my life threw me a birthday <laughs> party or it's i gotta end this thing before the holidays <laughs> oh my god so to that girlfriend you win the big sunday of the football week. sunday everyone's watching this, and there's a surprise party that's where my brain i went. was so happy I got to witness the, this guy. He was like, <laughs> so oh, my God. So many random people. So many random people. I was eating the cake. I'm having, you know, Chubby the Whale. <laughs> really the I was eating the cake. They offered. I was just sure. there. I'm just there. Did you know. he, was he there to watch football and then she threw him a surprise party? Because yes. that could be insensitive mm. to watching the football. I loved every moment of it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. This is, well, I love just watching this guy, the mental math go on in his head. They're a year in. Mm -hmm. She's taking a chance. You Listen, I ask a lot of questions. I don't <laughs> yeah, go, I I'm over there having Chubby the Well, the Carvel cake. I'm sitting there going, so how long have you been together? I'm the, I'm the Jewish aunt. What's going on? Oh. So what, how did we meet? Oh, Hinge. What was his profile like? And so this girl, I just think she's just smart. She's playing chess while we're all playing checkers. To the women out there, if you want to lock a guy down, throw him a birthday party at the... Can I okay. ask you something? Yes. We're just here in real time. Jason Kelsey went on WIP and mm, confirmed yep. that his brother Travis is in fact dating yep. Taylor Swift. As a dating expert... Breaking news. Right. This is breaking news. Your thoughts? I'm happy for the Kelsey brothers because... Mm. This is all about money. Mm. Follow the money. Okay. Their, their podcast is now going to be the biggest podcast of the week every week. Interesting. You, the Taylor effect. This is amazing. Let me just Kick say, back and Taylor listen. Swift yeah. is the... Uh, uh, I'll credit... I love her music. By the way, you've got a styrofoam cheese on your head while I talk That's to you. That's okay. No, let me talk money now. <laughs> let's let's let me okay. talk business. Taylor Swift, not just one of the greatest artists of our times, also the greatest business person okay. yeah, of our time. Okay. She has convinced us all that she is somehow... The breakup victim, oh, I'm just like you, while also being yep. the mascot for Capital One Bank. <laughs> <laughs> She's on the commercial for Capital One Bank, while also everyone's like, oh, Taylor, I'll buy your version. I don't want to give money to Scooter Braun. Oh, Taylor might not be able to afford right. her mortgage on Watch Hill in Rhode Island. What will she do with the beach house if we don't listen to Taylor's version? Now, so the Kelsey brothers have made a great business decision. Maybe there's love. Right. Maybe there's love, but plus Jason into it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, Jason are you kidding inserted me? himself into it. <laughs> he made the yeah. As a twin yourself, what's <laughs> good for one brother is good for the next brother. Yeah. Come on. The That's Kelsey good. brothers. He's just going to be a contrarian about yeah, this. No, this is, they are going to be swimming in money like Scrooge McDuck. Oh my God. You know, good for them. Waiting. Just, uh, you know, they oh, have driven into. But there is a villain potential if they do break up. That Taylor army is strong. Listen, I, listen, you play, you know, this is this is why we play the game. Right. 
What's hotter than being with a woman where there's real stakes? Uh-huh. This is like this is like going uh-huh. and dating, you know, the, the murderer, you know, writing that. letters to prison. Sure. This is the same right. thing. Oh, it's like I, I'm, I'm so obsessed with you because you're so interesting. I'm living on the edge. Yeah. Come on. Is he gonna break up with her before the holidays? Mm. Like that's the oldest move in the book. But let's bring it back to the headline. Give me a, what you think a forecast for the Swift-Kelsey relationship. When do they make it to? I think if I was to say it right now off the top of my head, you're getting to Thanksgiving. Okay. There's going to be a family <laughs> kind of thing. Sure. And then what? this is breakups. Listen, as a dating person, yep. person who talks about dating, I'm in this conversation now a decade now giving dating advice. Okay. Yes. Beware of birthdays. Uh-huh. Beware of holidays. Beware of trips. Beware of global pandemics. Those will all be (laughs) breakup moments because what they do is they make you look at the relationship. What what people don't like to admit is that going through a birthday breakup holiday makes you more serious than you were the day before. Mm -hmm. So what people do is they look at the relationship. They go, oh, I guess we're post-birthday now. And then they go, what are we going to be? Is this going to be forever? And again, this is why Valentine's Day, you hear about all these Valentine's... Every person I've ever met, the the day before Valentine's. Go go ahead. Sunday night, next week, Mm. the Kansas City Chiefs play the New York Jets at MetLife Stadium. Taylor... Taylor Travis, same city. Does she make an appearance at the game? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Jamie, do you think? I think she's got to, right? Jamie, you got to get you in here. Go to what do you got? Jamie. Okay, I, can, we, can we circle back to you your timeline? Yes, your whatever you want. Huge. That's Huge why they're, they're doing this. I'm what do you got? Because yes. I've remained quite... It's just new. What do you think of her being the I don't like it. I have... Mascot. Oh, the Capital One mascot, great. Also an artist. I'm all for swift capitalism <laughs> yes. and an artist no, at the same time. The most... The, bi- the the best business person of our generation. Yeah, I okay. c- completely mm. agree with you. Here's where I'm going to catch you just a little bit on your okay. timeline. This is where it gets tricky. She goes international for the Eras Tour mm. starting in November. Talk about it. She's going Japan. Right. She's going Singapore. She's What's the called? date of the first uh, international? Stand by. Because here's here's the thing. Beware of trips. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm trips. saying. If I'm Travis, that's when I end Okay, it. here we go. November 9th. Yeah, yeah. November 9th, Travis she starts in on Argentina. Yeah. Argentina, Brazil, Japan, Australia. Right. She goes all, she's missing the Super Bowl. She's in Australia. Uh, he's got to play the Raiders, you know. He's got to be home. Right. Yeah. Travis has a bye week. Oh. After <laughs> yeah. the November so it's Jason dating her. Travis, Travis, Travis. Travis. I'm getting them all. He's happily married. Uh, yeah. okay. he, has a, he has a documentary out right now revolving his yeah. family. It's I think Jamie's point is good, though. The travel uh, you, is you can't. You can't make it through her going international. Now, let me run this theory by you. Okay. She's an Eagles fan. Mm. Do you think sabotage is a play? Mm. Oh, there could be. You know, I, I mean, I wouldn't put it past Taylor Swift, the greatest who, business person, the of greatest our business uh. person of our time, to someone who has been in relationships and then goes, "I'll just write an album about mm. it." Great. You know, wouldn't someone like that also, you know, uh, you know, insert themselves into a rivalry? Sunday night, Mike and Chris, mm. and they go. You know, we do all these family shots now. They go up to the thing. Is she in the suite? Love one shot. Mm. Do you remember when she showed up on Long Beach Island in New Jersey for yeah. what's his yeah. name? Wedding. Jack Antonoff's yeah. wedding, right. and she literally shut down half the yeah. state of New Jersey. Yep. Like yeah. I would be concerned for MetLife if <laughs> she already did it three times this summer. Her, she already that, shut it down. That's the thing about Taylor. That's her genius. Is she's super aware of what the world is saying about her, while also like, oh, I just ended up here. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. I just. Woo-hoo, oh wait, there's a police escort. <laughs> 
Who would have thought such a thing? You know what happened, Jared? Kelsey's talking more on WIP now. Apparently, Taylor told uh, Travis that she likes spicy margs, and that was what made it (laughs) happen. Spicy marg is the the drink of the Swifty. Right? I just like a spicy marg. Have you ever heard of them? This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.